passion and like lifestyle is very is really not what school the school system tells you it is right so i can talk a lot about my journey um as far as passion and lifestyle and i could teach people how to begin to um realize that there's more out there than being a doctor or a lawyer or a firefighter or a teacher um there's more out there and uh if you drop out of school um there there are a lot of incredible opportunities so here's the big question have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money i've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early i've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy entrepreneurship and a successful mindset join me as i interview some of the world's most successful business owners coaches and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things i'm cody laughlin and this is the Money Talkers podcast. Okay, Money Talkers, this is the High Impact Series with Evan Johnson. Uh, we just got done with a full-length interview. It was great. We dived into a lot of different subjects. Um, but one of the main things, we got a lot of perspective from him being a 21-year-old entrepreneur and recently coming out of the educational system. And so uh, I wanted to, if you listen to this for the first time, make sure you go listen to the full-length episode. But this is the High Impact Series. The whole goal of the series is for you to be able to listen to this podcast eight to 10 minutes, take your earbuds out, take your earphones off or take your headphones off. Go have a money talk with your kids. This is a time for you to have a subject to talk about, something to have, have an impact. If you do this 52 times in a year, you're going to have 52 money talks. You're going to develop that relationship. You're going to open the pathway. You're going to open the doors for you guys to be able to have a lifelong relationship around money, around entrepreneurship, around having a successful mindset and actually take action and not just learn. So Evan, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So here's the big question. What is the one thing that you can teach about that you know that our schools don't, but has had a major impact on your life? Well, teach is an interesting word. I would say the, uh, what I could have good conversations about and help people come to realize, if you will, and teach kind of different strategies and different perspectives on is that passion and like lifestyle is very, is really not what school, the school system tells you it is. Right. So I can talk a lot about my journey um, as far as passion and lifestyle. And I could teach people how to begin to um, realize that there's more out there than being a doctor or a lawyer or a firefighter or a teacher. Um, there's more out there. And uh, if you drop out of school, um, there, there are a lot of incredible opportunities. Um, uh, so I guess if that answers your question, I could teach about, about passion and lifestyle and how things can go far beyond um, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, being that you're 21, you're going to have a, a very good insight of like, where would parents start to open that door to not have rejection come? Because I think that comes from a lot of parents, right? Like you're worried, like, okay, you, you know, you mentioned in our interview, like 
if I sat out and told you to tell to figure out what your passion is, you'd be like, yeah, beat it, you know? So like, how, <laughs> how should they open that door? Well, now, you know, I'm not a parent myself. Um, my, my, you know, I'm not even hundred percent certain, hundred percent certain that I want kids. Of course I'm 21 and most 21 year olds think that. So we'll see what happens. Um, but right now I have a fern and that's enough for me. But, <laughs> um, as far as having that coming from a, a, a perspective of, of someone who was a child, um, there are questions and topics of conversation beyond what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I'd say, I'd say the first thing to keep in mind would be to talk to your child like they're a fellow adult, even if they're pretty young. Um, if you come at them, if you look down on them like a child, and if you talk to them like a child and assume they, they don't know things, um, well, if they don't know something, they're going to ask a question about it, right? And you can explain it to them. But I personally think the worst possible thing to say is like, a, because I said so, or uh, just do it, or you'll understand later, like try, try, I feel like try your best to explain to them and just make sure that it's, it's kind of like a cliche for a phrase, but a safe space, you know, school and the education system is so surface level. It's always like, okay, what career path do you want? But you really need, especially when you're a child and you don't have a pre the pressure of, okay, I need to be in a job right now to make money to live. Then it's the perfect time to start getting in touch with who you really are before the school system beats that out of you because I'm having to relearn and refigure out who I am what I enjoy and what makes me happy right because I may have known that when I was 10 right 10 to 12 maybe I uh, really liked looking at birds all the time I don't remember that now right but maybe I really love birds well maybe I could have done something with that right but I didn't know I didn't know and the school system you know, it feels like your options are doctor. I've said a bunch in the interview, but it feels like your options are doctor, lawyer, teacher, firefighter, or cop, right? Or join the military. Um, but a lot of kids at a lot of ages have these different interests and things that they enjoy doing. And I feel like, I mean, I just kind of feel like that's worth looking into, right? I feel like that's worth looking at. And even so, maybe uh, just use a bird. Maybe I really like birds. Maybe now it could be an entrepreneur teaching people how to do bird watching at home. Uh, bird courses or you know something like that and I can make a lot of money doing that so there's always paths that way so I'd say if you're having that conversation with your kid try to help them um, see and, and talk about deeper desires and passions not don't don't even mention like careers I would just say well what makes you happy right yeah. and start from there and even if even if they say video games okay well what about video games makes you happy is it the uh, going, getting to new levels. Is it the growth? Is it the achievement? Right? Is it, is it, uh, is it the fighting styles? Do you want to be a martial artist? Do you want to be a graphic designer? Do you want, do you like the score, the music? Do you like the dialogue? Do you like the audio? Do you like the storytelling? Do you like how they code, make the game? Uh, do you like playing? There are people who play video games professionally. Do you really like playing? Do you want to like stream and help people that way? Like the video game streamers make a bunch of money. There's like, it's more just go into why, they like something and come at them like you're talking to a friend. Like what if one of your friends came to you and was like, man, I, I really don't know what I want to do. Well, you know, what do you like? What are you happy about? You talk to them like that. And I know that may be hard because they're a child. And I know that I'm not a parent myself, but I just, I hear this a lot. I feel like parents kind of always have the back of their mind. Think of their kids when they were tiny babies, um, you know, but like talk to them like they're an adult 
and really try to get to the bottom of why they like doing something. Even if at a surface level, it's like, oh, that's a waste of time or you can't make a career out of that. But, you know, help them figure out why they want something. Cause like now I have to sit down and try to figure that out for myself. You know, what am I happy about? Cause the school system is not going to do that. No. And I, I think one big outcome or one big takeaway from listening to talk about that too, is that don't, don't go into the conversation with the, with your own goal in mind, right? Like don't, I, cause I think kids can feel that and oh, yeah. you know, the, like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try to get you to do this, but I'm going to use the like, Oh, I'm so cool. And your friend option, you know, like, well, not really like I'm so open, cool open-minded. No, but I'm just saying like being open-minded, like I'm saying as a parent say, okay, I want you to go be an accountant. Right. So then I said, I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you passionate about? And you're like, Oh, I love video games. You're like, well, great. What is it? You know, you know, accountants work in video games, you know, and then like try to like <laughs> square it away to like push yeah. you into being an accounting. And so what I'm saying is that if you go have that conversation with the kids and say, let's go find out where, what you like about this and the passion about it, that kind of like actually ask the question and listen for the response, you know, don't, in, don't go in with an agenda uh, of an outcome, I guess is kind of what I was saying is that if you go, if you go in with like, well, I'm going to make sure that we accomplish this in our conversation, I think you're going to have a much harder time of pushback because I didn't feel like kids can sense that stuff. And it could take a couple times too, to get them to truly, because it's hard. You don't just immediately think, okay, well, what do I like about playing video games? You know, yeah. I, don't, I haven't thought about that before. Right. So it could be a couple of times, maybe in like a month, you, t- you talk to them two or three times about video games. Maybe you can k- see, I mean, you don't have to love video games, but you could have a conversations about it. And eventually they may, end up kind of figuring it out. And I think that that's also the case with everything is listening as a skill, right? In podcasting and in uh, a lot of things, there's a, there's a big, there's a lot of power in asking a powerful question. Like, well, what about video games makes you happy? And then just sitting back and listening. Yeah. And they may, it may seem like they're not getting anywhere, but they, there could be some gold nuggets in there. And if you're truly listening, I feel like you'd hear those. Well, that's one of the greatest things in sales is that you really need to ask a question and then to be a, don't answer it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you, like, you really need to just ask the question and leave it open-minded and do those things. But I think one of the biggest parts of this takeaway from having that conversation and having it, you know, a little bit consistently, but at least honestly, is that you're going to open up the door for a relationship to talk about these things at going forward, because those passions are going to change. And, you know, those, uh, even if you feel like those conversations aren't very fruitful, maybe in the beginning, but you're having those conversations, you're going to open up a relationship and to be able to talk to your kids about that. Cause if you come in, I know it all, you're the one that this is the way it is. And you, you're, or you're coming in with an agenda all the time and you're not really listening to what they're saying. They know that, right? I mean, you know that, you know, when your when your parents aren't listening to you and as a, as an yeah. adult, it gets frustrating sometimes, <laughs> but also <laughs> on the flip side, they know it too. So like, if you have those conversations, you know, it's kind of like we said earlier, like the, you will ask a question if you don't know anything, but if you feel like you can't ask the question, you won't ask the question, which is the really worst thing that can happen. Yeah. Because, and it's not like, yeah. you know, as going forward, as you grow up, if you can continue to have those conversations and as a parent, I think what we want the most is we want to have that relationship. Like we want to have that guiding thing. And sometimes we don't know how to deliver it. And so if you can ask a question and literally actually listen to your kid, I think you're going to be a lot better off down the future when the questions get bigger and bigger. 
right? Oh, yeah. When the questions like are, part. yeah, am I moving out? Am I dropping out of college? Am I, should I take this job in across the country, across the world, to China? Like, yeah. Should I buy a house? What do I do when I buy a car? Like all the big questions that come in the real world that you say, oh, you don't understand the real world. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, like you said, you don't have, you don't have that need for money. But if you don't have the ability to have those conversations in the future, because you're not laying the groundwork now to listen when the conversations aren't big, I think that you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. And if the parents, if you only want your kid to be a doctor, then they're going to know when you start, when you talk all the time about, oh, medical schools or, oh, look at the doctor. You, you know, like when you were talking about, if you have that agenda, then like if, as, as, a, as a former child, um, if I, <laughs> if I knew that my parents only wanted me to be a certain thing or do a certain thing, then if I had any thoughts, even if they're really big thoughts, like, uh, maybe, uh, some sort of job related to music because I, I was a musician. Um, but it was in Amsterdam or something. Well, I probably wouldn't come to them with that decision because mm. I'd be scared that they'd be like, no, that's stupid. Um, go to uh, Harvard and to be a doctor instead. Like that's not, you know, it's not, I feel like you just can't come to it from like the expert teacher and the naive student. It has to be, um, you know, I do, I, you know, I'm a parent. I do know a lot. Of course, I, I'm not a parent personally. Yeah. So, you know, you can fill in and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's more of not equals, but like you need to come at them like a fellow human, right? Yeah. And talk to them and be willing to, to ask a question and listen instead of, well, I know what's best for you. So I'm going to tell you what to do or try to teach you and, and fix your problem for you. They're a human, same as you. And so they need to be able to, you know, ask you a question and talk to you about it and have you listen with no judgment and, and have a conversation instead of a, I want to do this. What do I do? Do this. Like, you know, you can't tell them what to do. You know what I mean? You know, I think one thing too, cause I kind of talked about this before um, is that not with, you know, not today in our conversation, but like before with other people where, where you, you set aside time with your kids, there's a strategy where like you say, okay, you get 30 minutes or one hour and we will do whatever you want to do. Right. And so maybe as a parent, if you're having a hard time kind of doing these conversations like or backing out of like, I'm the parent, you're the kid, you listen to me, like take, take a, take a time on your calendar and say, you know what, for 30 minutes, I'm just going to ask you questions and I'm going to listen. And if you need to do that mentally to break out of that, I'm the parent, you know, I know better than you, you know, nothing type of thing. Like if you can take intentionally and say, okay, I'm going to go, take these headphones off, right? And I'm going to stop this podcast as soon as it's over. And I'm going to go open and talk to my kid. And I'm going to force myself just to ask questions and try to learn about what they like and what they love and just talk to them and listen to them and not tell them why it's wrong or tell them why, you know, tell them my opinions into what that is. Just take a break, you know, yeah. as I, think, you would I think you'll find it. Yeah. You know, but I think, I think as a parent, I think that would be relieving to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to turn it off for just a little bit, for half an hour. I'm just going to enjoy opening this relationship up. Yeah, because I, they're their own. I mean, like, I'm my own person, right? Those, yeah. The kids, especially as they grow up, they, they are their own people with their own ideas and thoughts and feelings and goals. Um, I like anyone else on the street. Like, random person you see, it's the exact same thing. But you have this opportunity, I feel like, to sit down and truly get to know them in a non-judgmental, um, non-like, like parental way does that yeah. make sense yeah it's hard to turn it off that's the problem right because mm -hmm. you're all your, your whole life is built to protect them <laughs> you yeah. know that's your number one my kids know you say what's my number one goal they're like well to make sure i'm safe 
you know? So like, if mm-hmm. I see them doing something I think is going to turn out wrong, like you, you're wired that way, you know, like you yeah. give your life for them. So like, you know, so, but I think if you, if you, the takeaway is to, is to go have that conversation and do it as least judgmental way as you possibly can. And if you need to just say, Hey, look, physically for the next half an hour, I'm just going to turn off the parent. 15 minutes, mm-hmm. half an hour, whatever it is. I'm just going to not tell them why it's a good or bad idea. I'm just going to talk to them about it. And we're just going to yeah. open these conversations because you're laying groundwork for a future relationship. I feel like a cool trick too, is you could uh, commit to whenever you talk, only ask a question Yeah. and let them, I just, I just thought of that. That might be kind of a cool uh, yeah. trick. I feel like to, to help keep it centered on them and their thoughts and feelings. So yeah. like, uh, as if you were doing a podcast interview. Kind I was of just like thinking this. the same thing. It was almost like you're yeah. interviewing, right? And so yeah. you just, you have to ask a question and then purposely be quiet, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then if idea. you're going to jump in with something, okay, well, like what, what a question is. As if you were on like yeah. a, a closing call, getting to know the prospect or a podcast yeah. interview, getting to know and getting, getting these deep insights out of the guest kind of a thing. Well, I know I have a little thing I'm sticking to on my computer. It says what, how, and why. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I ever get stuck in an interview, I can always start a question with one of those three terms, right? Yeah. What, how, and why? And so as a parent, you can do the same thing. You know, what do you like about this? How does it, you know, how does that make you excited? You know, why, you know, why do you, why do you like to play baseball? I was just saying, do you like baseball? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, how are you getting better at it? You know, what are you doing to, to, you know, to, to look at the future, how you're going to get better at doing these things. Like, and so how, what, and why, if you could lead a conversation that with your parent and kid and those kind of subjects, like you said, it's kind of stick to questions <laughs> of being quiet. <laughs> I, yeah. think of, I think it's a great term. So, um, and I want to thank you again. Uh, we got cut off here, but they, um, listen, if you head to I, uh, podcast edit.com, um, make sure you go check out his podcast show. It's path to the podcast, uh, success, path to podcast success. And uh, if you're interested in learning about becoming a podcast host or uh, open up your own podcast or you need podcast editing service, uh, Evan Johnson uh, is the way, to, the way to go. So I want to say thanks again for being on the show. Of course. Thank you so much. I had a great time. Awesome. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker